Good evening, adventureholics and general general miscreants and ne'er do wells. Uh, I am Chris Neal. I'll be your I'll be your DM for the evening while AJ is swanning it off down in the down in the grim, untamed South. Um, and I'll be running a, a little a little bit of a, a little bit of a sneaky horror themed one shot for our our adventurers mm. gathered here today. Um, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we go around the horn a little bit and just, and just introduce ourselves and see who's here? Yeah? yeah. You want to go first? Is this what characters are here? Well, oh. you, can, you can introduce your, your human personage and then, oh my God, I've already started with the fancy talk. I need some more Red Bull. I'm, I'm Chris. I'm an analyst <laughs> in real life. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm Brendan. I'm a I'm a fire genesis genpai, yeah, and I've got a ram a ram a ram ring, and I've got a hood that makes me real smart. I'm Brandon. That's pretty cool. Chris Rag uh, jumping in early with the with the great character voice. Uh, Matt, how about you? Who are you who are you playing tonight? I am <laughs> Cyril Starshade. <laughs> the Kind of, I'm a I'm a Shadarkai, which is like an elf zombie. If you didn't know, I carry a mace of disruption. So look out for my mace. <laughs> all all attempts at all attempts at horror from here on out will just be rendered completely useless by these character <laughs> Come on, Lewis, bring us back with your signature seriousness. <clears throat> Well, first off, I'm a Ravenite Dragonborn, and I'm called Magnus, and I don't get the the beauty of a surname, much like Cher and Madonna. I'm just Magnus. And my <laughs> description telling me that I'm an official inquirer here, that's my life. I'm an, I'm an investigator. He feels like he kind of needs a Magnus, you know, like a gritty kind of, not quite Batman, but definitely gritty you know he's seen some shit you know he's, ne- he's never he never needs a long rest this guy this is the vibe i'm getting he just keeps going <laughs> he just keeps going investigating more and i've got a flame sword or whatever it's called what is it yeah flame tongue long sword Whew, sounds like a it's a mouthful but somebody oh. has read their character sheet i've been peeping i've been peeping yeah, when when I was coming up with the character names, I was trying to come up with a, a surname that matched the the strength of Magnus, and I was like, you know what, with a with a first name like Magnus, he just doesn't have a surname. Like he is like Batman. Yes, and and Cher, mm. just like Cher, who also has a flame tongue long sword. Yeah. So um, this evening we uh, we pan over to the. Lovely, sleepy little town of Ashdown. Um, it's kind of a. It's I could I can probably describe it best as a, a little bit like the cent- the center of the city is a little bit like fantasy New Orleans. It's got that like old urban architecture type thing. It's got that kind of uh, rowdy party atmosphere in the middle of the city. But we kind of drift a little bit out of town where. More of the more of the rich people live. Eat the rich, <laughs> uh, and we we drift, drift over to a large manor 
uh, on the very, very outskirts of town and a uh, horse-drawn carriage that is on its uh, on the main road on its way to the manor uh, with our three investigators sat inside. Um, now, you're sat with a wizened-looking old man uh, dressed in a very, very smart, like, tuxedo of fantasy tuxedo. I don't know if they have just regular tuxedos. Yeah, it's regular tuxedo. It, it works. Um, this man is named uh, Barnabas, uh, and he is the caretaker of the Holloway house. Um, and he is explaining to you, uh, yes, uh, very, very unfortunate. Uh, I've been the caretaker of, of the Holloway household for uh, nearly 40 years, but uh, our last... The, the, the last uh, surviving member of the Holloway family has recently passed away. Um, and I, I would be very appreciative if you three uh, investigators uh, could look in on the household and ensure everything is in order before I uh, pack up the house and sell everything in order to, to execute the, the, the last will and test- testament. Of course. <laughs> we'll be happy to. <laughs> just, just like, all I, all I want to do is listen to a conversation between Brendan and anyone else. Uh, just dead loud. He's so loud. <laughs> I give Chris Rag a character and he's like, cool, I'm going to make this character 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, 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 stupid Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Barnabas uh, continues, and he says, uh, "Yes, uh, most of the house has has all been packed up. All of the the valuables and belongings of uh, the, the the previous uh, occupants have uh, all been moved out." I believe the the only the only rooms that are left uh, are the parlor and the study. Uh, if you could see to those rooms, uh, that would that would be very helpful. Uh, of course, you will be paid um, when uh, you will be paid on the morrow uh, once you have completed your completed your task. Does this sound agreeable? Are you? Asking us to pack up the belongings in the, in, well, in the well, yes, the 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 study has has been almost untouched since before uh, Master Gideon passed away. Um, if you could just, I think there are already some boxes in there. You just throw mostly be books and files and the books. <laughs> okay. If you could just if you just pack them neatly into the into the boxes, it's really I didn't really think that this would would require too many follow up questions. I see. <laughs> Everything has an upward inflection with your voice right now. I feel like that's just to mimic your voice. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. Nobody really knows which voice came first, but I went with slightly older. He stuck with the uh, the begrudged HMRC uh, customer service person. Chris, are we essentially house sitting while uh, and 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 cut back boxing up a house whilst uh, a pending investigation to a will goes in? Is that what, is that what's happening? Uh, yes. We're house sitting investigators. Side business. Well, I figured, uh, I don't mean to, uh, don't mean to beat it around the bush too much, but you three have made quite a name for yourselves quite recently in the town of Ashdown. Uh, I figured this would be an easy way for you to make some, make some, make some coin on your, your time off. Sweet guy. Yes, why? The, the 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 paranormal never sleeps. Are we are we like paranormal investigators? I'm saying this is oh, like yeah. a, an episode okay. of um, Ghost Investigators or whatever it's called. <laughs> well, I don't mean to. You, you know, you could you, you could you could uh, treat treat yourself, peruse the master's collection of, of books in the study, and you could. Uh, you could uh, pack up the rest of the, the belongings in there, and then treat yourself to a to a nice long book. <laughs> the true the true crime here is that nobody's going to be able to see Chris's face while he does this voice. <laughs> it's the stoic, <laughs> the stoic look of well, you could if you rather. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> No, you you really need to listen to the young Hanash ones where I do Stitcher's voice because that one is that one is absolutely hilarious. This one dropped in my lap as, when I looked at my notes and I was like, "Cool, his name is Barnabas. I will do this voice and I will stick with it." He's on point. I am so close to calling him Barnabas Basil. <laughs> He's great. Okay, cool. Uh, the uh, the carriage uh, stops. Uh, outside the uh, Holloway Manor, the uh, the night air outside is cold and blustery, and it is absolutely fucking tipping it down. So uh, Barnabas uh, kind of opens up the opens up the carriage door, um, hands um, hands a key uh, to you, Brendan. Thanks. Uh, and says, uh, "Young man, this this uh, this key should unlock the the study. Uh, you will you will be able to uh, gain access to to the master's uh, study and uh, begin your task from there. I should think." Okay. Oh, um, Lord, I can't look. I can't even look at you without laughing. <laughs> can I first of all put my hood up? Goska. And then can I do an insight check to can I get see if this guy is like up to anything malicious? <laughs> I thought you were like using putting your hood up to like get advantage on insight checks. And I was like, I don't know if you know, that's not how this hood works. <laughs> I guess you get advantage on perception. Oh, it does actually. So I didn't know if it would also um, be wisdom. I was, it said wisdom, yes. Yeah, it so does it say wisdom and then and then perception in brackets? Yeah. I'll allow you to do a perception check. No mm. advantage. Okay, thank you. Here we go. Get ready. 21. 21. Barnabas uh, looks like um, a a guy who um, has been used to a certain way of life 
for a very long time, whether that certain way of life meant that he was essentially just like a house servant uh, for 30, 40 years, something like that. Um, it was it was the life that he had and it was, you know, quote unquote, comfortable. Um, now that life is pretty much that is pretty much ended. And he's kind of grasping onto that with uh, as much uh, as much power as he can as he can hold on to, which is why he's talking to you like uh, like you're all beneath him, even though he's basically just a caretaker. Um, but you don't really see anything malicious about him. Um, you don't really see anything. I mean, he's like he's he's old as fuck. You're really just worried that he's gonna like fall over if he if he trips on something. Or tries to step out of the carriage. Sorry, Barnabas of Thering. We're all good. <laughs> Pull the hood down. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you guys? Um, do you guys get out of the carriage? Um, I guess you got out already. Yes, I, I disembark and I say, "Forward, investigators! The game is afoot." These <laughs> <laughs> young whippersnapper investigators. Always, always with the one-liners. <laughs> Me first, and I run ahead into the house. Cool. Um, yeah, the house, the house itself, uh, the the front door is unlocked. Uh, you, can, you can go ahead and run right in. Woo! And it is absolutely tipping it down, so running kind of makes sense. Cool. Um, yeah. Do the do the. Um, Remember your characters' names. Uh, Cyril and Magnus, do you guys head for the front door as well? Yeah, Magnus um, is taking his sweet time, yeah, being so a very much strong and silent um, part of this so far, mainly because there's a strange HR, HMRC person with us and what appears to be a small <laughs> child. So, you know, we've got a real strange group, <laughs> real weird group, group project going on right now. <laughs> but, yeah, strong and yeah, silent. Big group project energy. It's very much begrudging, yeah, begrudging energy so far. People coming through the door, be like, ugh, ugh, "This is why I work alone." <laughs> kind of bullshit. They always pair me, pair me with the the HMRC staff and the children. <laughs> yeah, typical guy. He's like last. He, he was swapped in at the last minute because our usual guy got sick. Yeah, so. yeah, I was subbed in from my the, the agency sent subbed him. in from my precinct, <laughs> my semi paranormal investigating precinct. uh yeah so you um you guys walk into uh into holloway manor uh and as you go through the front door um it's like it's almost pitch black in there like there uh it's a cost of living crisis everywhere they no one lives there anymore so all the lights have uh turned off um and it is cold and it is dark and it is like the whole like the huge entrance hallway has like this heavy eerie silence that just like hangs all over all of you um but you can see uh just about in the in the darkness in front of you um there is a large entrance hallway um and off to the left looks like a kind of kitchen type area. Um, in uh, in front of you looks like it leads into another hallway, and then um, 
on the right hand side is the um stairway that goes upstairs um where do you guys where do you guys go um i'll produce flame um to give us some light cold temper radius nice minutes. temper radius do you say yeah, that's fine. I don't set fire to everything. You just fully just. Yeah, do you just keep that going like in your hand then? Yeah. Dope. I have uh, dark vision, so for 60 feet, I'm good. So I'm going to wander down the hallway. Cool. Uh, Cyril, what about you? Um, well, I was going to cast light on the light. I'm guessing there's. I don't know, for some reason, I think there's a, a single light bulb hanging from the, yeah, from the yeah. ceiling. It's like a sitcom when all the people in this family died and they just turned off one switch and all the lights went off, even all the torches. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'll say... Since we've got think, fire. Yeah, I think light has a pretty big radius as well, so if you want to cast it on something and like carry it around, I don't like... That would also work. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab a... a an ornament of some kind and uh, use it as a torch. Um, yes, I'll 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 hurry after Magnus, but in a kind of wait for me, Magnus. Kind of Magnus way. listens to no one and carries on pulling out. Why is your character just a ghost? Why is everything that you say just sounds <laughs> like something say while just like appearing out of darkness? <laughs> Well, he is technically some kind of undead. Yeah. Like, he does look fully dead when you look at his portrait. Um, yeah. Not to lower... And ooh, a, a par- I was just going to say, not to lower the tone too early, but I really hope the old ornament you picked up was erotic in some form. Purely just... <laughs> just, just to stay on brand. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, what a, it's like an... It's like an ancient fertility statue. Yeah, it's a flaming pair of tits. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, no, those I, classic I, fertility I, statues that aren't penis-shaped at all and are just a big flaming pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange My. <laughs> Sash down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> big trouble and little ass down. Yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, Brendan, are you are you following them down the hallway? Hey, wait up for the key boy. <laughs> <laughs> key boy uh, follows you close behind, uh, fire in his hand and a key in the other. <laughs> like a classic child at play. Fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, you head down the you head down the hallway and you can see it's like. Uh, it's pretty dark for like certain stretches of this hallway, um, but you can see like really old wallpaper on the walls and what look to be like um, portraits of like different members of the Holloway family. Um, there's uh, actually maybe um, you can all make me a perception or investigation check. Here come the dice. Twenty-five. Jesus fuck. Uh, fourteen. What are we rolling again? Perception or investigation? You choose. 
Oh, definitely investigation. And uh, we've got 16. Banging. Um, yeah, you can see um, three um, three portraits in this in this room. Uh, one of them uh, is of a uh, like a man in his like f- maybe forties, early fifties, something like that. Um, looks quite uh, handsome and regal with like uh, short black hair. What is happening right now? <laughs> uh, I think Lewis is more down a hill. Lewis, are you okay? Don't, <laughs> don't acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. <laughs> it's don't. even better when your face is broke. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, there he is. Yeah. Uh, you see, yeah, you see a portrait of a uh, a human man in his like late forties, <laughs> early fifties. Uh, pretty handsome, pretty like uh, pretty stacked, pretty pretty stocky. Um, looks like someone who uh, probably did some quite a lot of fighting in his early days, uh, but has has now uh, kind of settled down for the high life. Um, dressed quite smartly. Uh, and giving the giving the the I almost said photographer then the painter a kind of like everyone can see my eyes right this mm-hmm. is a, this is an audio visual medium right yeah sex he's giving them he's giving them like yeah he's giving them the uh, fuck me eyebrows and um, yes that classic look um, <laughs> and you can see uh, you can see a, a plaque underneath it that says uh, Gideon Holloway um, and the other two. Um, the other two portraits that you can see in the hallway, uh, one of them is of a um, older woman, uh, another another human, um, and the other one is a uh, another older man, um, and they are um, they have plaques that say um, Barbara Holloway and Matthias Holloway, uh, but what you can see actually is that the um, the portraits of the two older people have been like scratched away, like not not like um, not just in the eyes or anything like that. It's like the whole face has been scratched away. So you can like you can see their the bodies down to like just above the waist, maybe, uh, but their faces have been fully scratched out. Guys, I think mm. we're dealing with cats. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Just redoing the prep for my encounter. Redo, 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 redo delete, delete, delete. Um, yeah. Can so, I cast uh, detect cats? <laughs> you you cast uh, find catnip and uh, and a bunch, a bunch of cats show up. I, I point to the artwork and my hands on fire and I certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the end of. The edge of the the edge of the portrait of Matthias starts to starts to go up a little bit, spit on it. and then you <laughs> yeah. like you're like you're about about to start bullying the portrait. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you put it out pretty quickly. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna take the whole house up. Um, just do some rolls. Just do some rolls. <laughs> just do some rolls. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, you make it to the end of the hallway, and you can see just quick. There was yeah, a, there was no name on the first portrait. Yes, or was that, that one? 
that one was Gideon, the one that Gideon. Has, oh, okay, the one that's just recently passed away. Um, Checks notes. Yes, yeah. makes notes. We do love a good note taker. Yeah, extra extra points. Yeah, I'll give you extra XP that you can carry over to the next one shot. Um, <laughs> provided you don't die. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you you get to the end of the uh, as you get to the end of the hallway, you can see on the left hand side it it kind of it opens out into the well what looks to be like a, a living room type thing. What um, Barnabas uh, described as the parlor, um, and on the right hand side you can see a uh, a slightly smaller uh, door frame. Uh, which has a closed door. And we're meant to pack up the parlor. Yeah, I think, yeah, he said uh, the only rooms that were left or that he thought were left to do were the parlor and uh, the study was, like, untouched. Um, so, yeah, both of them. I want Magnus to uh, walk over there a little bit and say, hey, Keyboy, why don't you try that door over there? Oh, Okay. And I like uh, I skip over to the door. Cool. Jingle, 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 and I try and open. Jingle, jingle with your single key. <laughs> yeah. You you say jingle, jingle. He says it. Jingle, jingle, little. <laughs> Want to open for me? <laughs> and I try to open it up. Please only do this character from here on out. Um, yeah, the door opens. Um, yeah. Hey, big. Hey, big man. Yeah? Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I did that. I did it. Well done, little buddy. I offer you a bit of a sad high five. Like, you know my heart's not in it, but you need you need some bum pats. So, you know, you get a high five. Forgetting which hand's on fire, I, I high five it with a fire hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, you burn me. You singe my hand a little bit. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hate that. Now I fire, but they've. <laughs> Should we go wandering in the uh, forbidden door? In the in the forbidden study, yeah. Uh, some good some good horror movie instincts right there. Mm. Um, yeah, you uh, you open the door to the study, and you can see like the air feels like even heavier in here. Like if it if it felt like. The, the darkness and the silence felt, um, felt heavy in the entrance hall. It's like, it's like when you walk in, it's like when you walk into like a really humid environment and you're just like, <sighs> you walk in and it's just like the air feels really, really close around you. Is it a sauna? Um, but you can see it is not, it is not a sauna. Okay. Um, the the only horror stories about about saunas exist only in real life. Um, <laughs> Sauna sausage. Yeah, it's yeah on the door on the door it says study, but it's in quotation marks. Like yeah, that's that's what we do in here. Um, you walk in and you can see like a bunch of uh, bookshelves um, filled with, filled with books, um, and you can see. Uh, as well as like these huge bookshelves and this really, really fancy looking like dark mahogany desk, like heavy duty desk, um, you can see like around the desk and like near the um, 
near the bookcases. That's what I was thinking. Bookshelves, like huge bookcases. You can see like piles and piles of books that that just never made it to the shelves, and like piles and piles of like papers and files as well. Um, and you can also see um, there's two more portraits in this room that that have the faces scratched away as well. Mm. Cats. Mm. Cats. Cats. Definitely cats. Cats got claws. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to take out a magnifying glass and have a little look around. <sighs> I want to join him. I also want to take out my magnifying glass. Amazing! Uh, you can uh, you can both make me a investigation check. I'm I'm clearly just trying to like mimic. Uh, yeah, like, you're not even. My you're just holding it up. You're not even looking through it. Yeah. You're like looking in the other <laughs> direction. <laughs> I have seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, I've got fourteen. Fourteen. Cool. Uh, Cyril, how about you? What are you doing? Can I not to uh, not to outdo my companions with their puny magnifying glasses? But uh, I, I pull out my wand of secrets and I declare, "Gentlemen, my wand of secrets will find what here there be to be found <coughs> in secret." As he commands the room with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the um, what's the wording on Wand of Secrets? I gave it to you because it sounded cool, and I have no idea what it does. Well, that that, that makes two of us. Uh, it has three charges. I can use an action to expend one of its charges, and if a secret door or trap is within thirty feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest to you. Ooh, ooh, that's interesting. Um. Certainly not within 30 feet of you. Um, does it do anything if there's one outside of 30 feet? Are you saying there's one outside of... Uh, no, it, it does not. I couldn't possibly. It it does not do anything. Okay. Uh, but I get, it, a, I get a strange feeling that there might be something. <laughs> I, will, I will say um, it... It, it the wand pulses, but it doesn't give you a sense of direction. Um, and if you want to make an investigation check in this room, uh, you can do so with advantage. Okay. Um, I, I bash the wand against the bookcase, and I'm like, "Stupid thing! It must be broken." So <laughs> um, <laughs> investigation. I uh, got a twenty on that. Ooh. Okay. Amazing. Um, yeah, you um, you start looking at the um, you start looking at the uh, mahogany desk um, in the study, and you find uh, in one of the uh, bottom drawers on the side of it, um, you find what looks like a uh, what was once probably a very a very uh, nice looking. Uh, Leatherbound diary, which is now just absolutely worn down to shit. Um, and you, uh, I take it you, I take it you open it up. You might as well open it up. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, I, I take it you can read. 
I take, I take it. Yeah. yeah, I take it. Matt, I'm speaking to you directly now, not even like your characters. <laughs> I take it you can read, right? Mm-hmm. No, I've been just been uh, just been winging it all these years. <laughs> Guessing. How can you drive? <laughs> I'm pretty common. I've just memorized a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually know. How to um, so, what you find looking at the the first few pages of it, uh, you quite quickly figure out that this is uh, Gideon's old diary, um, and um, you know the first thousand or so entries are fairly boring because he was just a, just an old rich guy um, that that lived on the edge of town with his family. Uh, but things get a little bit, things get a little bit spicy, uh, as you, as you move into like the last week or so of his life, if you want to take a look at those. How delightful. <laughs> um, yeah. Can't, can't believe Matt has been doing this ghost-like voice this entire time. I love it. If I was, if I was planning on introducing ghosts into this, they would be fully, fully redundant at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, you can see uh, hastily comes up with hastily comes up with a date, uh, the tenth of frost dawn, uh, and the entry says the arrangements are made. Uh, my body will be interred in the family crypt with the rest of those naysayers, and my body will be taken to the sanctum once those festivities are over. That was on the tenth of frost dawn. Um, moving on to the second to last entry, uh, it says on the 12th of frost dawn, um, the time of my ascension nears, I can already feel the power pressing against my mortal body. Once the ritual is over, my transformation will be complete and this house will remain my feasting grounds until the world turns to ash and blood. And then the last entry on the 13th, uh, it just says, the will of the ancients is at hand. Fellas, I think we might be in some trouble here. <laughs> Perfect time for that break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have your adventurers been sent to check out a house that really looks really fucked up right now? That's why you need fan roll dice. <laughs> I don't know about a fan roll dice now. Use code ADVENTURER10 to get your favorite dice and 10% off. This is what happens when I do when I do ad reads without the actual copy in front of me. Yeah, it's good. It's still good. No one would know. No one would know. It's organic. Yeah. Don't we all love? Yeah, absolutely. What's the products again? Absolutely. It's all love. <laughs> um, yeah. Fan roll dice. Those are the last few entries in Gideon's diary. Um, what do you do with this information? So, do do we have any sense of um, when the entries were made versus when Gideon died? Yeah. So the last the last one um, on the thirteenth that was the last that was the last one in the diary. Um, it is like the twenty second of frost dawn now, and you know that okay. you know that you know from Barnabas that Gideon died um maybe a week ago, something like that 
maybe a little bit more. He wasn't super specific on the time. Okay. What's up there, number one? <laughs> I guess I can summarize the... Um, I fear we may be in a house of some evil being that will feast on our blood. Or it could be the ravings of a, a dying madman. But we must be on our guard. Maybe a d- demonic sex cult? Is there any other kind? Serious question. <laughs> and I wouldn't, wouldn't roll it really out. Okay. Is there, if we were to investigate any more in that room, is there anything else to, like any doorways or anything else to discover? Uh, Cyril, when you use the Wand of Secrets, if you've told anyone about what you were using or if you wanted to look mysterious, I don't know. Um, but you would probably understand that there aren't any secret doorways in cool. this room specifically. But you are a little, you are a little bit, um, I'll say that because the, because the wand did pulse but didn't give you a direction, um, and because it's a fairly big house, you would assume that there is, I mean, you've seen an upper floor. You would assume that there is some kind of uh, basement, probably somewhere. Um, I'm gonna, give you too I'm gonna, much. I've lost it. I want to use. Um, oh, it's not called like magical sniffs, but it's essentially magical sniffs, um, where I can like smell <laughs> magical. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, so I'm calling it magical <laughs> sniffs for now. Well, what's it called? Um, it's. Uh, features and traits. Is it like detect good and evil? Yeah, but it's done via smell where I can like I can tell. Oh shit, what's it called? It was there with dark vision. But it's like um yeah. Is it your divine sense? Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that works. Sorry, I was confused because I was thinking of spells. Um, no, sorry, yeah, no, it's divine sense, yeah. you're right. Divine sense or oh, ma- magical sniffs, aka magical, magical sniffs. Yeah, um, we'll call it magical sniffs. Um, I'll say um, everyone can make me a perception or investigation check, and Magnus, you can do it with advantage because you're using your your big old nose. Yeah. So basically, it's like the, any sort of like strong evil comes at me like an odor. And or I can like hear it essentially, and I get to um, my, as an action, it opens my awareness to detect the good, the evil, basically, and um, for a whole turn, and I get sixty feet radius. So if I'm wandering about, is what I'm thinking. I can, I know which way to go. It's a powerful nose. That makes sense. Um, and that's sixty feet. Did you say it is? Yeah. So I'm going to start wandering around outside the room to try and detect which way to go. Yeah. Um, Cyril, did you roll a investigation or a perception check? Or uh, yes, perception. I got eighteen. Okay, cool. Um, using uh, using Magnus's uh, divine sniffs or magical sniffs, should I say, like a canary in a goddamn scary coal mine? Um, you start to head back along the hallway to the uh, to the entrance. Uh, to the entrance hall and go in the other direction towards the kitchen. Um, as you uh, head towards the kitchen, you hear a loud blood-curdling scream, uh, which sound which sounds 
absolutely terrifying. And I'm not going to attempt to imitate it because I will blow out my microphone. <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm thinking. Thanks. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Knew it. Um, but you can you can tell that, especially using your uh, divine sense as well, Magnus, that it's coming from in the it kind of towards the kitchen and then lower down. Um, and as you head into the as you head into the kitchen, um, you see an open door into a kind of almost like um, what's the fantasy name for pantry? Just a pantry. It's like a pantry area. Magical pantry. Um, and a <laughs> divine pantry. Divine dry goods storage. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, like a, it's like a kitchen storage room. Uh, and you can see a um, big hole in the middle of it. And uh, using your investigation, you can tell that's where the scream came from. And that's why we're going to pause for a little, for a little, for a little drinks break. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, uh. Found a hole. Yeah, I mean, there's a hole, a magical hole, like a really bad Grand Designs episode. That's what we're in so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lad has got a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ran out of budget when putting in the stairs. <laughs> it's going to be a feature hole. It's a feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like a new social network for uh, naughty people. Yeah, the feature <laughs> hole. Oh, you, uh, can I get your uh, feature hole address? Uh, what's your name on feature hole? Yeah. I'll ask you. Glory hole. Glory hole has bad connotations. <laughs> That's what we found. <laughs> oh. Okay. Grab it grab a drink and we'll we'll be back shortly. Can you ready ready? I'm ready. ready. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is there any food in this kitchen? Um Make me a <laughs> You were so ready for that. I was. Fucking was. Ay, 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 ay. Ooh, 25. 25? 25. Are you searching the rest of the kitchen as well as the, pan- as well as the pantry? Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. There's really not much in the kitchen itself. Uh, there is, there's some, uh, there's some, just a little bit of like, I don't want to say cured meats, but definitely like, dried meats that are like <laughs> that are just like out on the side on a chopping board which don't look great I look at them thinking they used to be wet uh, yes yeah uh, <laughs> not, like, not, yeah. not all dried meat is bad but the meat that used to be wet that is now dry <laughs> <laughs> yes. this meat is old um, <laughs> if you guys have any any uh, powers that can sniff this out create or destroy water on the, on the dried meats maybe that, um, when I was smelling the evil maybe that's what it was that's what drew me there <laughs> yeah that's it. That's, what it that's exactly what it was it was this, it was this dried meat that used to be so succulent and beautiful uh, and now it's it's so, just some bad I, don't say, I don't want to say wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's um, and then in in the pantry, there's some like um, 
they're just like it's almost like dried fruit like actually dried like fruit and nuts stuff like that the kind of thing that will the kind of thing that would keep for a long time anyway um yeah there's not much in the not much in the pantry either just some just something that you could snack on have a little nibble just a little nibble I feel we're ignoring the uh, the elephant in the room or the the hole in the pantry, which is the hole in the pantry. I thought you said is the country. Really big... The hole in the, the country. hole in the country. Well, yes, because it's a really deep like, hole. How how deep is the hole? As the Bee Gees did used to sing. What's famously sang? <laughs> how deep is your feet? Your hole. How deep is your <laughs> hole? <laughs> so. <laughs> so in, in this room in this room it's only a, it's only about a, a five seven foot uh diameter radius whichever one is like the full like circumference of it i can't remember um but you can see as you look down especially with your produce flame thing as well you can see that as it goes down it kind of like open good lord it kind of opens up wider uh almost like um almost like cavernous as it goes down um and uh yeah it goes you can it kind of goes down for as far as you can see with your light at the very least can i throw my uh illuminated boobies <laughs> into the hole <laughs> you never you... say it <laughs> yes you you can throw your uh you can throw your insulting fertility statue uh radiating with radiating with some would say divine light others would say just light stretching stretching the definition yeah um, uh, and you can you can see that the um as you uh as the illuminated boobies fly down the uh fly down the hole <laughs> you can see about about uh, 25, 30 feet down. Um, it almost looks like the cavern has like emerged from another another pathway. So as you throw the uh, the illuminated statue down, it kind of like it goes down the cavern, and you can see how it like lights up, um, lights up around uh, around the edges of it. But then, as it hits this other pathway, it's like it shrinks in, shrinks in the light source because, like, all the space around it has kind of like shunted down. If that makes sense. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I see. So there's no way to know how how long this goes on for, really. Well, it only like this. It kind of looks like this cavern has has almost been like almost been dug out, uh, connecting. Uh, connecting this pantry with like another another pathway. Okay. Well, I guess upstairs can suck a dick, and we're probably going to go down here, aren't we? Makes sense. Can I? Um. Yeah. Can I do something not quite for right now, but for later? I like to disguise self as Gideon. Okay. You've seen the you've seen the portrait of him. Yeah. Uh, you can you can absolutely do that. Um. Yeah, you you take on the appearance of a uh, kind of short, stocky-ish uh, human human man uh, in in his um, late forties, fifties, something like that. 
I'm, I'm behind these guys at the time, and then I just go, I want to think your blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the classic act one fake out scare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bit of a shadow when you use it later. Around. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Turn around yeah. when he's there the time and he's just gone. The <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, guys, it's up me. Yeah, I guess you make a stealth check, I guess. <laughs> Natural one. Uh, you uh, you stub your toe halfway through your line delivery. Uh, I'll let you decide how that fucked you up, but it definitely fucked you up. Ow, my toe! Nice. Brendan! <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> okay. Classic. Classic ghost. Classic, classic argument between a ghost and a and a not vampire. <laughs> yeah. So cool to vampire. It's the slow trajectory now. Okay, so just in case I don't get to use it later, in terms of while we plowed and started moving forward into the cavernous tunnel, I'd like to draw the flame tongue longsword as my melee weapon, purely just so it's like a beacon of light and also cool as fuck in case there's anything that comes up. Yeah, I think probably at this point your produced flame would have gone out anyway. Do you say yeah, it lasted ten minutes? minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. So you've got a, a fairly a fairly decent light source for making your way down. Um, you guys start heading down, um, heading down the rocks into the into the cavern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to keep plowing forward. Cool. Um, I've gone from strong and silent to big leader now as I like lunge forward with the sword looking out and investigating as I go along do I need to roll uh no I think yeah there's there's not much there's not much to see in the cabin itself um but once you get down once you get down into the kind of clamber down into like the the tunnel uh tunnel type area uh you can see like I wouldn't describe them as a swarm, just like a few a few rats like running along like in the direction that you guys are going, uh looking like they're heading towards something. Um as you um as you carry on down this tunnel, um you see um a couple of bodies, which in fact actually, yeah, uh, at this point you can all make me like a uh, investigation or perception check, even a medicine check, if you feel like it. I should be wrong there. Advantage on perception. Eighteen. I might have straightened it up anymore because I'm trying to be Gideon. So oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Twelve. Cool. Eighteen. Eighteen will do it. I think. Um, yeah, you can see a couple of a couple of bodies in here. Um, from what the from what they're wearing, they look like um, one of them just looks like wearing kind of like shabby, like barely even clothing, kind of like a, a, a homeless person. Um, and one of them looks like a town guard. Um, and you can see looking at both of them that they've got um, like two pinpricks in their necks and their bodies look like grey like they've been literally like they've been 
been drained of their blood before they died. Looks like I was spot on, boys. <laughs> Excellent. Another case crack by Brendan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brendan sets the bodies on fire. Cool. I'm worried about vampires coming back. Cool. Makes sense. Makes sense. Pew pew. <laughs> he just I really hope we do that without, without actually using any fire. Just <laughs> <I'm>, wait. Same <laughs> well, hands like a cantrip, so if you go pew. Yeah, pew. yeah. Um, you can you can set the bodies on fire. They the 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 floor <clears> in here is kind of like a really old stone, um, and uh, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing else in here that looks like it would really catch on fire. So you can see like little embers starting on the bodies and you can see them starting to rise a little bit. Um do you carry on moving down the uh moving down the tunnel? Yeah. Is there any one direction? Yeah, as if you're um if you look kind of behind you in the direction where the where the cavern came from, you can see yeah, you can probably see far enough. It kind of opens opens out a little bit into another room, but then it's it's kind of like it's only like a ten foot by ten foot room, um, um, and then it's just like a dead end in there. Um, so there's only really one direction you can go. Onward, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Do you guys do you guys do so stealthily or not uh, stealthily? I'm going to be fairly stealthy, even though I'm a big boy. He's going to be alert, flaming sword in hand. And approaching danger. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stealthy. Bright flaming sword in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, Magnus. You you have to do it with disadvantage. Fuck. Uh, Fine. Just gotta. Fine. I'm not trying to be sneaky. You're not trying to be sneaky. Okay. I'm trying to be regal. Okay. I mean, you do look like you're doing, I guess. Exactly. Why would you be sneaking around in your own goddamn house? Not like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing that Cyril kind of appropriately has a disadvantage on stealth because every room he goes into, he just announces himself. <laughs> I am Cyril. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I am not a ghost. So, yeah, you try to convince yourself you're not a ghost. Yeah. I yeah. am here. <laughs> Would a ghost make so much noise? <laughs> so I've got a roll disadvantage. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Cyril got an awful one. I can see it in I can see it in Matt's eyes. No, oh, I haven't I haven't even rolled, but probably. Uh I got a three and a four. So <laughs> I'm not being stealthy. You're not being stealthy, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh you continue down the um you continue down the tunnel. Um, as you get further and further down, you can you see the uh, more and more rats uh, making like it is almost like a swarm at this point. They are making their way in the same direction that you are, and you can smell just a horrible stench. As in front of you, the um, the tunnel opens up into a excuse me into a uh, wide. What looks what looks like another kind of storage room. There's a couple of like um, uh, big shelves up off to one side. Um, it's about 30, 40 feet wide um, and about fifty about fifty feet 
uh, long. Um, pitch black down here. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, Magnus, you've got your flame tongue um, sword going, so that helps you for about 10, 15 feet, something like that. Oh, it's um, longer than that. Longer than that, my guy. Well done. 40, is it? 40, 40 foot radius. 44. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Just, just, just tweaking some stuff in my head. It's fine. It's mm. fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. As you, yeah, it's a horrible stench of like, uh, blood and uh, essentially like sewage down here. Um, like raw sewage. Um, you, as you make your way into this room, the, the shelves are, Pretty empty, to be fair. There's not really anything in them other than like a couple of crates that are like stacked, um, stacked on one side. Um, as you, as the um, as the light from the sword starts to kind of like show you where the the edges of the room are, um, you can see a shape off to one corner. Um, everybody can make me a. Um, I'll see either perception or investigation check. Um, if you want to use insight, I would also let you use that. Can I, uh, before we do that, I don't know if it will change it. Can I use my eyes of night, uh, to give everyone dark vision? You absolutely can. Um, I, I just announced, gentlemen, you, I cast upon ye the power of the eyes of night. Um, which I don't think will make any difference to the effectiveness of it, but um, yeah, everyone gets. <laughs> I'll say if you've all got dark vision out to a range of sixty feet, you can all roll it with advantage. That's either perception or investigation or insight, whichever one, whichever one you like. One of us has got a way one. Oh, blackjack twenty. I got a natural one and a natural twenty, so let's <laughs> cancel each other out. That's rare. It's kind of a weird feeling because you you turn around and you can see the small boy who has disguised himself as uh, Gideon, um, and then you look over in over in the corner where you can see another figure that kind of, I guess, looks a little bit similar to what Gideon used to look like. Um, but now he just looks like crazy deformed. Uh, you can see like huge, huge fangs uh, that go down towards his like um, go down towards his chin. Um, you can see these like bulging white eyes. The head is kind of like deformed a little bit as well. Um, the arms have gone like really weirdly long with like these long claws at the end of them as well. Um, just um, dressed in like, it almost looks like he was wearing some fairly like some fairly like fancy regal clothing, which has just turned to like rags now. Um, he's just like bare feet, looks absolutely shaggy and crazed um, as he um yeah, he as you as you kind of walk into the uh, walk into the kind of basement room, um, his bulging eyes kind of like 
focus slightly as they as they do the weird like sideways open and open and close um and he just uh screams at you um and uh starts to lash out and attack you um everybody roll me initiative shit can i can i just say to him like um who is this doppelganger (laughs) (laughs) oh boy I'm gonna use a vigilant blessing just because I have it to give myself advantage on initiative. Bang it! Uh, that's a twelve. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, Magnus, how about you? I got nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Uh, we kick things off with Brendan. This is my house! Uh, and I go to shoot him with my Cup Slayer rifle. Cool. Awesome. That's cool. Um, are you... Um, uh, are you hiding or attempting to get advantage before you do that? I could see they see me. I didn't know if that was possible. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I will say, yeah, you can, you can, just, you can just attack him normally. I get 26 to hit. Absolutely hit. Pow. So I get 15, but then I get bonus stuff because it's undead. Ooh. So I get another D8. Six, so 21. 21 damage. Take that in your whole faith. Nicely done. <laughs> um, oh, I get bo- I do bonus stuff as well. Sorry. Yeah. I should have looked. No, that's cool. Ugh. You know I love that rogue shit. You gotta, you gotta do it. Okay. I use my bonus um, action to rod the undead thing. Cool. Uh, And I will look at my bonus actions for the next turn. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, Awesome. Uh, Magnus, that's you, baby. I'm in two minds, you know, because I kind of want to examine this as an investigator. I want to examine this case and not, like, kill him straight away. Um, But I I, kind of don't know what part two of this is. So I'm thinking, I've got this really weird spell, thinking of the exact opposite Aristobulus would always do, and being the calm, level-headed one, and thinking, ooh, ooh, mm. I've got calm emotions as a second level spell slot. Mm. But I think it's easier to cast sleep so I can send him into a magical slumber. Wait, what happened with the turn before? Like, did he get hit with something? Yeah. Um, Brendan took out a full on rifle, a child with a rifle. It's cool. And <laughs> fully, fully shot uh, Gideon. Uh, right in the shoulder, um, and it looked like he did not enjoy it. He screams real loud. Again, I don't want to blow out the mic. Hmm. Ah! That's it. That's the scream. <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess and assume that Matt isn't going to do something violent. <laughs> so I think I might try and cast him into a magical slumber, and we can go, we can decide. Okay. Buy us some time. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, 
let me see. So I think sleep, you roll, I can't remember how much you roll. It might be like 5d8 or something. And it's like, if you, if you, if you total his hit points, then it puts him to sleep, something like that. Yeah. So I've got my, um, yeah, roll 5d8. And the totals, how many hit points, um, yeah, how, how much it affects them. Yeah, if that makes sense. Cool. Roll me some D8, baby. Bear with. 20, 21. Cool. Um, that does not put him to sleep. Um, he looks uh, fairly confused, I guess. Um, Shit. And uh, just... Just turns around and screams at you again. Uh, do you want to do anything as a bonus action, or do you want to move or anything? I mean, as a bonus action, yeah, obviously, I'm going to take you up on that. Hmm. Um, what else have I got? I mean, I could just hit him with something. <laughs> I'm you know, out of interest. I've got a holy symbol. I'm going to hold that up to his face to see if that does anything. Holy symbol. Cool. Um, awesome. Uh, make me a mm, make me a religion check. Hmm. Swap my dice back round. Two. Uh, I mean, he didn't roll great either, but he got an eleven on his saving throw. Um, he looks. He kind of like it doesn't look like it causes him pain so much as he just like winces at it a little bit. Uh, like he doesn't want to look at it um, as he back as he backs away five feet from you. Interesting. Moving on to moving on to his turn, he is going to uh, as he backs away from you, Magnus. He um, like screams again, and like you can see the claws on his on his uh, hands start to like elongate a little bit as well um and his uh fangs start to do the same thing as well as just like you just see like blood and saliva like trickling out of his mouth he is going to make a run probably you actually magnus uh he he wasn't super down for uh all that all that religious stuff spoiler alert vampires don't <laughs> like religion wow. um <laughs> sleepy go bye bye <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, he got a natural one on the first one. That's not great. Um, he gets a twenty-six to hit and a oh boy, a natural twenty to hit. Um, I'll roll you. I will roll you some damage. Um, let's see. Thirteen plus thirty-one, so like forty. Ooh. Let's see, 40, 44 damage uh, to you, Magnus. Forty-four, bastard! What has he done to me? Uh, he uh, rushes at you. You got a natural one on the first attack, uh, but then he got yeah, he hit you with a claw, and then he uh, bit you as well. Um, oh. Which uh, doesn't feel good. He uh, he catches you right on the right on the shoulder, 
uh, like that classic movie shot from all of the horror films. Um, yeah, it does not feel good. Sweet. Love that. Love that for me. Yeah, absolutely. That would kill me. <laughs> oh, you're a rogue, aren't you? Jesus. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, I don't think he gets anything else. I think that's, I think that's it. I think, I think that's all we can do. Um, Cyril, that's your go. I'm going to, um, I'm going to try using my ring of telekinesis, uh, to lift him into the air. Darth Vader style. Cool. You're going to have to tell me what to do with telekinesis. I don't know what he has to do. Um, he just has to make a strength check. I make an ability check with my spellcasting modifier. So I got a ten. Uh, he got oh, he got an eleven. Legitimately, <laughs> only just. Um, he rolled a natural six. So, um, any any okay. bonus action? Any bonus actions, I guess? I'm trying to see, is there anything I can pull out? Can I, I guess I'll try and heal Magnus with healing word. Cool. How much? I guess I've just met Magnus, so I'll only go third level. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, we've <laughs> all <almost> met Magnus. And <laughs> uh, I'll... Uh, roll it with my 3d4. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Good news for Magnus. Uh, so that's um, 8 plus 3, 11, 16 HP healed. Cool. Um, I think that puts Magnus back up to like 48, I think, if D&D Beyond is doing its work. D&D well, Beyond. Thank you. Don't mention it. <laughs> Any movement, Cyril. Um, I don't think there's anyone within five feet of you, so he, he won't get an opportunity to attack if you move. Um, I guess if if he's coming for us, uh, no, I'll I'll stay where I am. Okay, cool. Um, Brendan, that is your turn. Get off my friend. And I use Blame Blade. <laughs> and I get twenty-four. Wow! What are you? What are you? Oh, it's it's Flame Blade. Does it just create like a a, a, a flame a, shoots out of my hand into the star of Blade? But I have to. Use, I have to use a command. Flame Blade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, you get a twenty-four to hit. Big yeah, baby. So yeah, I I try and like um slice at his like fang. So I'm gonna go in across the face like, Ooh, with slashing motion. Beautiful. And and he gets he gets ten damage. He gets ten damage. Um I'm, so there is someone within five feet of him. I'm trying to decide whether to give you sneak attack damage. Mm. And I think I should. Yeah. Uh, because that just makes sense. Give so me. Add me the 5d6 as well. 5d6? Wowza. Yeah. Fucking rogues, man. 23. 23 damage. 
That so that's the yeah, the additional damage. Yeah, what was the what was the what was the first bit? It was like ten or eleven, something like that. Oh okay. god. It'll be in my storage. Ten. Cool. It's a goddamn lot of damage. Take that doppelganger. Um cool. Um what was was uh flame blade bonus action. No, so that's so that's my that main was action. Your action. So um, anything is a bonus action. If I like move away, will he get an attack advantage? He doesn't get an attack opportunity on you. Okay, I walk, I just walk up thirty feet away. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can. Uh, if you like move back thirty feet, you're probably going to get to where the shelves are. But you can probably use those as cover if you want to use if like if you were just going to like try and shoot him. So um, I'll get. Can I go like towards like the way that we came in? So I can keep on going that way. Yeah, 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 sure. Ideally. Eventually, I'd like to get 80 feet away. Okay, I see. <laughs> we'll see who he attacks next. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Magnus, that's back to you. Okay, so I'm back back to full health now, because, you know, team spirit. Um, I'm just going to fuck this off and go straight back to long tong- uh, Flame Tongue Longsword. Yeah, I'm going to use that, and I'm going to chop his fucking head off. Yeah, roll me. I think you get two attacks. With your, You're down your straight now, so uh, roll You're me two attacks. I got a five foot reach. Um, what am I rolling? Oh, it's uh, one d8 plus six. Interesting. Roll the d20 first and add your hit. I think it's plus seven. Uh, yeah, 14. 14. Uh, 14 misses. Fuck. Roll me your. Roll me your second attack. I want to try again. 16. Ugh. Misses. Fuck. The second one only... The second one, like, literally was, like, one under his armor class. It's... Yeah. Um, Would you like to use any bonus actions? Maybe I would. Maybe I would. Let me have a little look. Can I use another attack as a bonus action? I will say, uh, if you want to just like, if you want to just take a swing at him with your with your fist, I'd let you do that. I can use I can use spells as a. Um, <laughs> ah, do I go? No, I'm not going to go all in. We'll see where this goes. Um, I can use spells as a bonus action. I believe. Uh, I think you have, I think you have like one spell that you can use as a bonus action. Can can I pick that? Does it tell me? Hold on. Actions, bonus actions, and it says, uh, two weapon fighting. Oh, shit, yeah, you're right, Sanctuary. Uh, that's a bit lame. Um, fuck it, I'll use Sanctuary then just to make sure I don't get hit points again. Bingo, fuck. baby. I need to see what Sanctuary actually does. Um... I'm just, like safe for thirty foot, much like my little mate. Ooh, baby! Uh, any creature who targets the warded creature must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's uh, bananas. Uh, are you using sanctuary on yourself then? Yeah, I guess so. Just stay out of the way. Cool. Uh, we move along in the order. To uh, our friend Gideon, uh, who is going to let's see, um, he's gonna 
turn to... Hmm. He's going to turn and uh, head towards Cyril. Uh, Cyril! Cyril! <laughs> Uh, because he cool. didn't like, he didn't like the, uh, the divine nature of your magic. Um, so. It's very, uh... uh. He is going to turn around and head towards Cyril. Um, let's see. He has three attacks. So, uh, first one's a 17. That misses. Uh, second one is a 15. That misses. I think your AC is 80. Um, yeah. And well, at least one of these is going to hit. Okay, so none of them hit. Lucky Cyril. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this fucking, this ugly fucking uh, vampire street sewage monster <clears throat> uh, hybrid thing uh, just looks really, really confused as to why he can't eat you uh, and, uh, and, and drink your blood. Um. Yeah, he just screams at you, uh, Cyril. That's your turn. Uh, I cast Leoman's tiny hut. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to get a chance to use that because it takes one minute to to warm up. Yeah, I did think when I saw that uh, in my spell that will be completely useless. I love it though. A, t- a tiny hut at at will, any anywhere, anytime. Um, I'm going to cast. Spiritual weapon. Ooh, baby! And I'm gonna forego the classic, the classic glowing phallus. Um, Branch out. The, you, you, I was thinking the you know the blue guy from Guardians of the Galaxy with the arrow that flies around. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking oh, something yeah, that yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that does to hit. I need to roll the dice. Ooh, so that's a 15 plus 8 to hit. That's many numbers. 23. That hits. And that is a 38. Yes, I have enough D8s. Um, so that's 2 D8 plus 5. So that's 10 plus 15 damage. Ooh! Uh, what kind of damage is it? Is it force damage? Um, It's like a little... Looks like a uh, force, yeah. I think I can use that again. That's yeah. So that's that stays up because that's just a bonus action to uh, summon it and attack with it. So you also still have your action left. I don't think you can do any. I don't think you could cast a spell um, with this with this round. But if if you wanted to attack, or actually, I'd probably let you attack with the same weapon again. To be fair, I can. Spiritual weapon is just a bonus action to create it, and then, well, can I can I do turn undead as an as my action? You sure can. Uh, tell me what saving throw we need to make. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. And I, I, uh, wisdom. Yes, yeah, yeah. I lift my holy symbol and I say, "Be gone, you foul vampire." Uh, he got a dirty 20, uh, so I don't think that affects him. Uh, no. Uh, he does, uh, as you, as you, uh, scream holy words at this vampire, though, he does shriek pretty loud, uh, because, uh, he doesn't like that shit, 
um, basically. Um, moving along in the order, we go over to Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Can I investigate as a bonus action? I... Yeah, I'd let you investigate as a bonus action. Okay, I want to have a quick look around to see if there's any, like, source of power. If there's, like, any, like, um, altar or anything. Ooh, interesting. Weakening. Interesting. Science. Uh, 18. 18. Um, yeah, you guys have you guys have still got dark vision, I think, from, from Cyril's thing. Um, you can see... Uh, so, when you came into the room, he was kind of stood over in one corner, just, like, facing the wall, like people do. Um, in the other corner, on the left-hand side, uh, you can actually see there is a there is an altar there. Um, it has, I mean, you're about 25 feet away at the minute. You can kind of see a few books on there. You can see a few, like, weird, uh, weird-looking vials, a few, like, weird symbols at this distance. Um, you gather that kind of based on what you saw in the diary entries um this is this is what he was referring to when he said that like the sanctum or whatever it was um you'd probably have to get closer to do anything to do anything with the altar um but how wrong you are <gasps> i use my ring of the ram okay okay Ooh. okay Describe um, to me what you do with your ring of the ram. My ring of the ram. <laughs> I can um, try to break an object which I can see within 60 feet that isn't being worn or carried. That's it. it says try. Uh, ring makes a strength check with a plus five bonus for each charge you spend. Okay. Uh, how many charges are you using? Can you just use one per action? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I just use one. Um, okay, so you're making. Wait, I'm gonna look up look up the ring of the ram. I give you guys these great magic items, and I genuinely uh, don't know what they do. And all we do is use them <laughs> in unexpected okay. ways. Just have a look. Let's just have a look. Do I have no idea what they do, or did I give you these magic items specifically because I knew that mm. you would use them? Yes. Oh yes, it adds an action to try and break. I don't yeah. Wow, nice. Um I um I love that. That's absolutely great. Um, he hates it. The... <laughs> oh, I no, I absolutely love it. I'm just looking at the at the wording because it says you can expend one one to three of the rings charges yeah. as an action. So if you want to expend but like, what am I making the strength check against? Like, does, well, does what, it also have a strength? So, so, so as we're talking right now, I'm figuring that out. <laughs> I'm figuring that out as we go. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We lean into it. It's cool. Um, I am going to say that the uh, altar makes has to contest that with a it's a fucking strength check. I guess. Then uh, it gets. I mean, it's not going to get as much as the ring. I'll say it gets a plus three. Um, okay, I'm going to use three. Charges. You use three charges. Yeah. Okay, maybe a strength. Maybe a strength check with plus. Uh, actually, yeah, just roll a d20 and add fifty. Yeah. Quite a lot. Um, <laughs> so thirty-four. Uh, yeah, thirty-four. 
good fucking Christ. Damn! Is there any point, really, me rolling a... <laughs> I mean, unless it, unless it rolls a natural 20. Uh, so I'm rolling that... I'm going to roll that with uh, disadvantage, but it is a... <laughs> inanimate object. It is an inanimate object, and uh, you <laughs> yeah. will be very glad... You'll be very glad that I rolled it with disadvantage because the first one was a natural 20 Whoa. and the second one was a natural one. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, um, you describe to me what it looks like as, as you, as you use all three charges from the ring of the ram. Um, it kind of looks like, um, like miss, not miss Marvel. Um, Captain Denver's like kind of, oh, kind of sight blasts, yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of like there's like the first two like it's come a bit off, and then the third one goes in slow mo and it just goes like bits flying off in the in every direction, and like one just like hitting hitting like the the vampire in the back of the head. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, um, as you um. As you do that, the the altar and basically everything that was on it, um, the altar breaks and like like unnaturally breaks. It kind of like it cracks in the middle and then it all shatters, like all like just like falls into it and like a dozen pieces. Oh yeah, um, yeah. All the all the vials on top of it, which were made of glass, they just they fully fall and break. Um, and there was one that was kind of. Um, it wasn't, sh- it wasn't like shining like super brightly, but it did have kind of like a weird, um, a weird sheen to it, like compared to the others. Um, when that breaks, um, the, uh, vampire Gideon, uh, shrieks like super loud, like his skin goes like even more gray as you see, like, uh, the veins across his body go like, go really dark and horrible um as he just like shrieks really really loud uh in pain and he <sighs> he really doesn't like that shit <laughs> uh, he looks uh he looks rough as fuck right now um in fact um make me make, make me a inside check you're good at insight right you're a fucking investigator I think you have. I think you have something that doesn't let you roll below a certain thing for insight. Anyway, oh, do I roll again? Uh, just uh, take a look at uh, if I can. I can do. It. I think you treat. A- oh, whenever you make an insight check to determine whether the creature is lying, treat treat a roll of seven or lower as a oh. D20, as, a, as an eight. Okay. So yeah, that's fine. Um, I do get plus ten though, so I get an eighteen overall. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I'll say, you know, vampires are pretty fucking hard to kill. Um, this guy was when he was a regular person was just a bougie fucking uh, old white guy. Um, he um, he didn't, it, or it doesn't seem like he went out, you know, into the wilds to find a vampire to bite him. It seemed like he made a deal with something. You don't know what it was. Um, and it seems like something on this altar, or maybe the altar itself, was like um, a source of power, maybe? Um, or was something that, say, if you killed him without doing anything to the altar, he would have just somehow come back to life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
either way, he didn't like that shit. Um, um, you, so you did your investigation check as a bonus action. You did your ring of the ram as an action. Um, can I just lay down and pretend to be dead? Uh, oh, is that a bonus action? <laughs> you sure can. You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do it as well. <laughs> uh, the force of my power. That's super <laughs> cool. Uh, man, what a turn! Man, what a turn! That's sixty foot range, Magnus. That's your turn. So, how many hit points do we think he needs? Is he on his last legs? Um, he looks super fucked up. Super well, fucked up. I was gonna be a stickler for the rules and as I'm 30 feet away I was just going to fucking lob a javelin at him but <laughs> yeah I think he's I think he's he's fairly close to you you can you can you could make it to melee range if you want see I could but I also don't know if and when I'm going to get to use find steed again <laughs> <laughs> I knew now, this was coming Quick caveat to that is, obviously a, a steed, a loyal steed, can uh, it's summoned a spirit steed, so much like spiritual weapon, um, I call upon an astral plane and, and, it, and it appears until the turn is done, um, or it gets to zero hit points and then it disappears. Now, normally a steed can be like, you know, a horse or a fucking pony or a camel or an elk or a mastiff, but it does say that the DM can allow anything else. I think I want my steed to be a gorilla because I think it's going to be more effective. Am I allowed that? Oh no, uh, Lewis. I have considered your request, and I, I, uh, I find your request reasonable. Your <laughs> steed can be a gorilla. Best, best DM ever. It can be a spiritual gorilla that comes through and fucks shit up. I was debating a more comical animal, a moose. A moose did. If you said no, moose was my second choice. <laughs> Just a massive, fucking huge, absolute powerhouse. Um, yeah, and then they would have got bigger, like to hippo after that, probably. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick gorilla as my noble steed. It's uh, it's yep. intelligence can't go over five. Just so you know. Well, no, it can. It can go over five. It just it's no less than five. It goes over. It can go up to six when it gains the ability to understand the language I speak to it. But anyway, all irrelevant for now. I'm using it while I've got it. I want to cast Fine Steed, and I'm going to call upon my gorilla. Uh, sounds good. Um, I'm just looking at Fine Steed to see if it uh, to see if it shares your initiative in combat um i'm gonna say it does it, you can you can command yours if you know if you cast it as an action if you want to use a bonus action to tell it to do something um, oh, it'll, brilliant. It'll, it'll do something <laughs> i'm gonna resist the urge to say bum him <laughs> 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 Hot gorilla on vampire action that we all came here for. <laughs> finally, no, finally, the horror stars. Good lord, if Catman Jones finds out about this, we'll yeah, never gonna see the end of it. Mills and Boone type fucking story. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'm going to say uh, command it to rip his head off. I mean, it's a vampire. You should probably do it. Apart from stake through the heart, obviously, but he's a gorilla, so he'll more prone to that. Cool. Um, this uh, this gorilla uh, looks just happy to happy to help. Um, the uh, <laughs> the gorilla takes its one of its giant fists and tries to attack the the vampire. Uh, the first one misses. Because uh, uh, he rolled badly, I'm afraid. Uh, the second one, I'm feeling much more confident about. The second one does hit, and he gets a 25. Uh, let's see how much damage this thing does. Oh boy, it's not. It's not great. I'll say that much. That is nine damage. Hey, it's, it's not bad. Okay, we'll take it. Okay. Um. Moving down to uh, Gideon's turn, um, he is going to. Uh, he's. I mean, he's probably going to attack the gorilla. To be fair, <laughs> super nice, but he's probably going to do it. Um, he uh, screams in pain because all of this is terrible. Uh, this wasn't his plan. Uh, this wasn't what being a vampire was supposed to be. Um, hits the hits the hits the gorilla once. Hit, hit, hit hits the gorilla again uh, with his claws, uh, and then he goes for the fucking bite. Uh, he fucking messes with his bite. Good, good goddamn. Um, you're not even gonna be able to kill the gorilla, are you? You suck. You absolutely suck. <laughs> You killed off my fucking steed. He's not actually. He's not even managed to not even managed to do that. Um, he's just clawed at it a couple of times. The um, the the gorilla is kind of like mimicking your earlier mood, Magnus, and uh, being stoic and quiet uh, in in the face of. Uh, I mean, what for you was was just HMRC staff and a child, but for him is <laughs> being physically assaulted. Um, but he looks. It, it makes sense. He looks, um, uh, I, I like this is an option that we've got. Um, you know, like a, a hard-boiled detective in the form of a dragon, but a dragonborn, and he's heavy, which is essentially a spiritual gorilla. Um, which I'm going to call Elvis. It that feels right, Elvis. Elvis the gorilla. Yeah, it does. Wow. Magnus, Magnus and Elvis. I mean, this is good. Yeah. That's the surname that we needed. It turns out we didn't need a surname. We just needed a second, a second. He's a, he needed a partner. Yeah, that's it. Like Turner and Hooch. One day from retirement. <laughs> Turner and Hooch, Magnus and Elvis. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah. Moving on to Cyril's turn. Uh, uh, come on, Matt, finish him off. Uh, if you if if you say so, well, I was going to use Moonbeam. That that's a bit of a slow burn. Um, I'll use Guiding Bolt. Boom, which is a plus eight to hit. So fail me now. That's a twenty to thirty twenty to hit. Boom, hits. Roll me some damage. And then, as much as I'd like to roll seventy physical. Seven physical D6. I'll do them on D&D Beyond. That's a 27. 
It's, I was about to say it's going to take all seven of those D6 to kill him, but it, he fully had eight health left. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he is dead. Because it would have been super depressing if you'd rolled seven D6 and just rolled a bunch of ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, um, as, as you, as you, yeah, describe what it looks like when you hit him with Guiding Bolt. How do you want to do this? A kind of electrostatic energy in, in this, this underground room. Um, flickers of lightning running along the, the shelves and then a massive crack and boom and the lightning bolt just blows them into dust. That's how I see it. So what you're saying is that you use Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what that is. But the, the piccolo. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the piccolo. Uh... The two fingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what he calls it, the head beam. <laughs> That's right, don't, don't at me. Um, head beam goes in the feature hole. Yeah, the, um, the, the, <laughs> radiant, the radiant, like, uh, static electricity bolt uh, hits him square in the chest, and he screams, and with the, um, with the altar being destroyed as well... It, <laughs> Can we get... <laughs> There we go. They say you've got to be crazy to be a Foley artist. Uh, not even your first rag. Uh, he he kind of he starts to go up in he starts to go up in like radiant flames, and then as the as the flames move up and across his body, like starting from the center of his body, it just like he just starts to turn to dust. Uh, and as he like burns up and like he just falls to the ground as ash, um, completely unmade. Uh, from this world, what would you what would you like to do? He's 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 dead. Uh, his altar is gone. Uh, it looks like in this uh, in this weird basement there is like one of those like um, cellar hatch doors that leads uh, leads probably outside. Um, you would guess if you'd if you'd like to try and use that, or you could stick around in this in this great basement. Should we go pack some boxes, boys? <laughs> yes. You can go on ahead. <laughs> I'll be right up. Come on, little buddy. Because I'd take you because you did good work. And Elvis evaporates until next adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elvis high fives you uh, and disappears into into the lonely, lonely void. Yeah, you guys, you guys head back to the study and pack up some. Uh, before, pack up some hang on, hang on. Go just, on. just, just for the sequel. Before everyone, well, after everyone else has gone up, I look around shiftly and I take out a little bottle and I sweep up the ashes into the bottle, and I say, <laughs> "Just Ooh, that's amazing. just a sequel hook." Uh, yeah, as we as we pan over to the morning, uh, Barnabas returns. Gives you all like uh, three hundred gold or something like that. Just some, just a tiny little, just a tiny little sum, just for just for house sitting for the night. Um, and he, um, he, he's like, uh, I take it everything, everything went, everything was fine. You didn't, uh, you didn't run into any any troubles. I think you'll find that last night really sucked. <laughs> and that's where we hold as the credits roll like yeah. 
Yeah, as everyone throws back their heads uh, yeah. in laughter, the credits start rolling. Uh, oh, Hall and Oates is playing. And that's, that's, yeah, Hall and Oates is playing. That's yeah. it. Um, uh, and that's where we'll, that's where we'll, uh, that's where we'll leave this, this little haunted, haunted house one shot. Bam. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much to our, to our players, uh, to the, to the tiny, tiny man boy child who, who could, uh, Chris Rag. Thanks for having me. To, uh, to the, uh, pretty much dead, uh, elf man. Uh, Cyril. Until next time. And to the uh, to the dynamic duo, uh, <laughs> Magnus and and Elvis. We'll get you next time. Uh, and it's a goodbye from me. Uh, that's all you get. That's that's all that that's all the scares you're gonna get out of me tonight, adventurers. Until next time, I'm doing the ghost voice now as well. (laughs) I'm a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Butts, boobies, butt cracks.